Hello, Karen. I'm so happy to see you after this nice Thanksgiving break. Ah, Katie, always a relief to see you. And listeners, you can't see her, but Katie is wearing a Santa hat and it just brings me so much joy because oh, there's so, so much Grinch in my heart right now that seeing <laughs> you in a Santa hat just makes me feel like Cindy Lou Who. I'm so happy. Oh my God. I'm so happy too. I'm so happy to see you. I'm so happy. Like when I don't see you for a two week period, it's just the weirdest thing, but I'm so happy to be able to reconnect with you and also to be wearing a Santa hat that I found. We, Tyler and I put out our fake Christmas tree the day after Ooh. Thanksgiving. He is hell bent on making sure that the Christmas tree is being put up within 24 hours of Thanksgiving every year. <laughs> and I don't really have a strong opinion one way or the other, but he feels so good about listening to Mariah Carey and, you know, all of these other people. And I'm just like, sure, let's do that. And so I always break out the Santa hat. So I'm very happy to, I feel like I've been really weird this year about you know, like figuring out what time of year it is because everything is Groundhog Day that I'm just, I don't know. I think trying to embody it is helping my mental state. It's so funny because I know so many people who, some of them very uncharacteristically put up their Christmas trees way early. Really? Like I think everybody is using that like marker, that milestone, that like physical manifestation of what time of year it is yeah. to like ground themselves. I think that is very common right now. That makes so much sense. I think that I've had like this moment, like over, over Thanksgiving, I was telling my family, like I've had a moment where I truly do not feel like I know what time of year it is. And and, I mean, I've said this before where I'm like, oh yeah, like, it's so crazy. It's Thanksgiving. It's so crazy. It's Halloween. Like I actually, Karen, do not feel like it is the holidays right now. And I, that's like not a good feeling. Do you ever have that? Or like, I really feel like there's like a weird dissidence happening in my brain right now. Oh, totally. Like if next week was Easter, I'd be like, oh yeah, of course. Of course it is. Yes. It all just has felt like, I mean, it's a little bit like what I'm thinking of. It's like, it all just everything. It would be like, if, I mean, I don't even want to use this analogy because I know people who have had COVID and lost their sense of taste, but it's like, if everything just tasted the same, Yes, it's like, everything is just the same. It's all just this kind of blank, bland thing. That's exactly how I feel. I feel like that's the perfect analogy. And also I understand for anyone Mm. out there who's lost their sense of smell or taste, I'm really sorry. But that is how this feels like, I mean, or at least it seems like that is how it would feel because I usually get really excited for the holidays and I'm like, sweet Thanksgiving, Mm. yay, Christmas, yay, Halloween. And I'm like, I'm trying, but I'm at like a 3% of the norm. That's pretty low. I, I appreciate I have people around me who are trying to rally, who are, like I said, using this kind of physical manifestation of the decorations and the rituals and all of those things. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm going to try to ride in the wake of that. I have so little, it's just like, I didn't grow up Jewish. You're celebrating Hanukkah with your kid. I'm so excited. Americana angel. I love you. Like I'm, I'm going to get excited about that because like, I just, I need to feed off other people's holiday energy right now. totally. Totally. Like tomorrow, Tyler and I are going to the kids Christmas parade in downtown Bend. (laughs) And we saw this in the newspaper and both of us were like, sweet, let's do that. And I'm like, would we ever do that normally? And so we invited our friends who have two little children and they're like, oh, great. We were going to go anyway. We had no idea that you'd be interested. And we're like, oh yeah, 
we're down for that shit right now. Like we need, we need, <laughs> we need to see some Santa. We need to see like, we, we, I'm, I'm totally with you. It's so true. Oh my God. I just have this image in my head of like the two of you on the cover of the bend bulletin, try, <laughs> fighting kids, pushing children to sit on Santa's lap. You're yes, like- totally. Totally. I love that. You know, the actual name of the bend newspaper, the bend bulletin. That is it true. Was in, I was in a program with them, actually, the Ben Bolton. I, I oh, met yeah. with the editors of the Ben Bolton every week for like 12 weeks this oh, spring. That's right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We just, we discontinued our membership to the Wall Street Journal and now we have a subscription to uh, the Ben Bolton and which is Aww. not as much global news, but it's fine. <laughs> like it's like a lot of AP stories, but it's still good. No shade on Ben Bolton. There is some good stuff in there. So, you know, we're sticking with it, but yeah, we know about the Christmas parade, which is a major bonus. So yeah. Also, there was the day after Thanksgiving, there's this area of Bend called the Old Mill District, which is kind of like where some of the nicer stores are, like, you know, Banana Republic or whatever. And there was a, um, like, the introduction of Santa apparently is a thing in Bend. And so the Santa came down in a helicopter and then, sh- like, you know, waved at all of these kids. I did not go to that one. Maybe I missed out. But, um, but yeah, a helicopter. I was like, that's intense. Well, and how do they explain where the reindeer are great questions i wonder (laughs) if the helicopter had like a big red light on it i don't know these are excellent questions i should query my friends with children they probably went to the helicopter landing of santa (laughs) and you ask it in front of their children and they're like exactly right no let's not talk about this right now (laughs) go get a drink so yes so yes i'm trying to embody the christmas spirit and Yeah, I think you're right. Just like being around people who have it in their hearts. That's the ticket for sure. And faking it. Well, and I got to also shout out Ginger Buddha, who I know her and Emily got together. Ginger Buddha has been doing like the last two years, I think did this craft project where she like asks the like free box, Facebook, give your stuff away people for like Christmas decorations they don't want. Oh, wow. last year- Right. Last year, she like made wreaths and stuff and sold them and donated them money. This year, she's oh my god, she's like been sending pictures of these wreaths and they're like stunning. Oh my they're gosh. like oh, they're really beautiful. I know. I just Ginger Buddha is an angel. Like that's amazing. Isn't that the coolest thing? That's I, the coolest thing. Like I would never even think to do something like that. That's actually so creative. I know they're really cool. And they're like all repurposed low key ginger Buddha. I think this year you should just sell them and keep the money, but I mean, a hundred percent, just go to like a craft fair, please. (laughs) Or also give to the children, but like, you know, (laughs) a portion of the proceeds. Yes. Wow. Uh, That's kind of amazing. I know creativity. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should get some Christmas lights. Oh, Scrooge. I know. The Grinch, I was wearing a Grinch uh, sweater that said all of your sweaters are ugly yesterday. There was a big picture of the Grinch on it. And that's what I wore. And I was supposed to wear it for like a team meeting at work. And everyone was like, oh, cute sweater. I got it at Target for like five bucks 10 years ago. And then I forgot to take it off and change. And Tyler and I went out to dinner last night and I was like, nice. Like, this is just what I'm wearing. Ugly sweaters and all. What the hell? It is the season. Today's episode is brought to you by the YouTube algorithm that at three o'clock this morning decided that I needed to watch a 25 minute video of two shirtless barefoot men building a whole ass house in the jungle with sticks. I watched the whole thing. You were right algorithm. You were right that I was gonna watch that. So 
So thank you. Thank you for sponsoring both this podcast and my insomnia. So, all right, Katie, how are you feeling? You got boosted yesterday. I got boosted. So yesterday in the morning, I got boosted at like 1045. Um, I was really worried that I would have an immediate reaction because when I got the original, the first, actually the first vaccine, I got Pfizer first and the first of two vaccines, I felt like I was totally tripping out on drugs of some sort. Um, yesterday, I totally felt fine. Last night at like 2 a.m., I felt like someone had taken like a baseball bat and hit my, like my, you know, um, my arm on my left side repeatedly, like really, really bad. Like to the point where I was, it was like the pain was shooting down my legs and it was like really bad. And so I was like, fuck. And I I was just crying. Like I was in so much pain and Tyler, he had a fever. So he was like pacing around the bedroom. It was a great time. And so, so because he got a booster, he got boosted a few hours later after me. Um, so then this morning I was like, all right, I'm going to take some Tylenol. And I will say that like, before this call, I felt like lukewarm garbage, not heart (laughs) garbage. Um, at least it wasn't flaming. And I would say that my garbage level has cooled. (laughs) So like, I'm feeling a little bit more like, you know, I don't know, 55 degree garbage. And so like, (laughs) therefore hopefully I'll get down to zero at some point and then no longer feel like garbage but I do feel actually okay. I mean, I have a neighbor who almost went to the hospital after getting her booster and she thought she had COVID or something. Like she was like, had this very, very violent reaction. Um, and I have a couple other friends who have given me horrible stories about like lying on the ground, like in their bathrooms for three days. And I'm just like, damn, I don't feel like that. Thank goodness. Knock on wood. Um, but I will say there is a pro tip I will share with our listeners for anyone who's looking to get boosted and hasn't yet Um, my sister who is in the medical field said that everyone on her floor at the hospital where she works, they all take a thousand milligrams of Tylenol right before they get the shot. And she's like, for the people who like, they even have like a control group where they've realized like who has taken it, who hasn't. And like 100% of the time, the people who take a thousand milligrams of Tylenol before they get the shot feel better at least marginally. And so that's what I did both Tyler and I did. And so we both felt fine yesterday. And then we've been taking Tylenol kind of every once in a while today. And it does help. Like, I will say like, I haven't gotten a fever yet and his fever has pretty much subsided because of the Tylenol. So not so bad. I don't really have that many complaints. I love that there's a pro tip in there. I mean, I'm sorry that you ever felt like any temperature garbage, but (laughs) you got it. I'm I'm glad we're getting down to garbage zero. We are. We're getting down to zero. zero degrees. Yes. I mean, 55 is pretty chilly. So that's not too, that's not so bad. So, <laughs> I mean, there's just like a baseline level of garbage we all feel. And it's I feel true. like as long as it's not like actively burning, that's a plus. Right. Exactly. If you're not on fire, it's a bonus. It's a good day. Yes. <laughs> so yes, but thank you for asking. I am feeling a little better. I do feel also that like I'm going back to the Midwest for Christmas. And so we're Yay. like, we're going to go back to visit my family in Michigan. Then we're going to go down to Ohio to visit Tyler's family. And for that reason, also, you know, both of us felt like we need to get this done. So that'll be good. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It'll be, I guess we're leaving in two weeks. So it's kind of works out. I think we'll be fully, fully done. So, so yes, but, but yeah, but how are you doing? How is your, like, I heard that you saw Aaron who like was, <gasps> uh, so for all of our longtime listeners, one of our, I think 
Aaron was like our first guest. Right? Aaron was our first, our very first guest ever. Yes. So everyone who's listening, this is Aaron who lives in Estonia. You were telling me before we hit record that you saw her. That's, oh, that's so wonderful. How did it go? Oh my God. We got to hug. It was so good to see her. Oh my God. Um, love. I know. So she's in the States for a while in Chicago for a week so great to see her. I mean, it was really, I was thinking about it later. It's just, I haven't seen her in five years and it's not even like, it's not even like, oh, we picked up where we left off. I feel like we picked up like mid sentence. Do you know what I mean? I feel like, right. Like we saw each other and she, it's just like no time it passed at all. I just, I adore her. I'm so happy I got to see her and we hung out and ate fried chicken and and, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so happy for both of you. I mean, that's amazing when you pick up mid-sentence. It's just like, right. it, it, like, it just goes to show that like distance doesn't matter when like you put in the time and the effort with friends. It's, it's like, I mean, you two keep in touch pretty regularly. So it's, it probably is not like you have to say like all the things that you've done over the past year. I'm sure she kind of knows already. And she's also just a super engaging person, right? Like, I feel like that also helps. Like we don't, I mean, we had enough to catch up on but I feel like, yeah, she's just also somebody you can always just talk to. Like, so fun. And so fun. It was definitely a highlight of a very, of a very rough week. So Erin, if you're listening, thank you for being oh, a beacon of light. That. Other than you, of course, Katie, a beacon of light in my, my week. She mm. is such a beacon of light. I mean, I talked to her for all of like 45 minutes and I was already like, oh man, can we be BFFs? She's funny. She's really she's funny. Hilarious. That's the other thing. Yes. <laughs> like she's hilarious. Right. It makes the experience even more enjoyable. That's so awesome. I'm so happy for you guys. Oh my God. I also wish I had a recording of her conversations with Hyacinth, Zoom bomber, <laughs> podcast bombing cat, Hyacinth, because Aaron's allergic oh. and Hyacinth loves everybody. And Hyacinth would just like try to like low-key sneak onto her lap. Like, oh, you're not going to know. I'm just sitting next to you on the couch. I'm just nuzzling a little bit on the couch. I just, oh. Oh, is that, is that my paw on, my, on your boob? Like <laughs> Aaron's conversation with her was so great. Like, I see you. I see you. No, uh-uh, no, no, I see you. I, I'm looking right at you. I mean, it was just like, oh my God, that's so amazing. Was she yeah. okay being around Hyacinth? Like, I mean, yes. she's not like deathly allergic. Obviously she wouldn't have come over. I know. Yeah. yeah. She did very well. It was, yeah, it was funny. That's so yeah. great. I'm so happy for you guys. I mean, what a highlight, you know, like when you have those moments where you feel super connected and like you're actually in person, there's something different. I mean, yes, Zoom is wonderful, but like being in person with someone is just, oh, it's just bliss in my opinion. I mean, that's the other thing, right? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. And it was great to have, like, I mean, we've talked so much about like how socially awkward we all are. It was also great to like have an interaction with somebody I've known so long. Yes. Right. So yeah um right like not socially awkward at all it's like just like we can just be ourselves and we don't have to think about the next thing we're going to say like we're just talking mm-hmm. yeah mm. yeah so i don't know if that's a good segue up here comes hyacinth now um <laughs> that was as i said a beacon of light in a really hard week and a week that like in a hard week at the end of a hard two years, at the end of a hard fall, at the end of a, I just feel like the universe is really piling the fuck on right now. And I don't even really know how to process all of it mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want to talk through with you, Katie, like, what do we, how do, what do we do when shit's piling on? Yeah, 
Totally. Totally. I mean, I love this topic because it's so real and I think it's so present for so many people. And I also love it because it sheds light on something that I normally do, which I don't even consciously do, but like, even though, yes, I feel my feelings and I'm all about, you know, like, let's be vulnerable and whatever, and everything's fine in terms of like being honest. I also try to stuff that shit. Like I, I do, I try to stuff it and it's like the piling on. I'm like, Oh, it's fine. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm so happy about this. I have a place to live. I have food. I have all of these things. And it's like, okay, wait. So this morning I was having a conversation with someone who is kind of like a therapist. And I was explaining that I've been struggling in several aspects of my life lately. And I have a lot of stress and there's just been things that aren't really ideal. And she spent like five minutes basically like kind of giving me a rundown of my past two years. She knows me pretty well. And it was actually really validating, Karen, to just hear the context of like what my life has actually been. And that's not to discount positive things, but I think that there's a tendency to not validate where we are in the moment, even if it's not necessarily a positive place. Exactly. And to validate how much you've been through and how much you're going through. Yes. Like you're just putting one foot in front of the other, shooting everything down with the I'm fine flag. Yes. Yes. Shooting everything down that like, yeah, I mean, that sounds really both validating and like also very affirming. And also like, we always talk about the permission slips, like permission to feel shitty. Yes. Permission to feel tired and depleted and all of it. Like, yeah, totally. And it's interesting because it's like, I had a conversation recently with someone who I'm very close to, who doesn't usually say things like this, but this person said that they were feeling some level of depression. And it was interesting because I really appreciated them being honest with me and saying like, Hey, like I'm actually struggling right now. And that takes so much courage to say that And it, there is a pile on effect because I think that like, I wonder how you feel Karen, because the last time we talked, this wasn't a thing, but the Omicron, how do you say it? Omicron. Oh oh my gosh. I love that. None of us know. Omicron, (laughs) Omicron, Omicron, I don't know what the fuck it is. Just the the new variant. Like I, I think that came within the past two weeks. So we haven't talked since then. And I will say that I felt this very significant dip in my mental health when that news hit, because I, I seriously thought, oh my God are we as a human species going to be wiped out in the next five years? Like, I was like, is this like, I know that's really dark. That's like the darkest of dark, but it did enter my brain. And I was just like, there is a pile on effect, like you say, of what the universe is kind of dishing out at the moment. And I will say that the thing to answer your question about how to remedy that or to deal with it, one of the things that this person that is helping me mentioned is like, she was like, how do you feel, like, how do you create space in your life to breathe? Like, how do you create? And I was like, well, I'm like, I'd like to go on vacations. I like, and she's like, what is an accessible way to create space in this situation right now? And I was like, okay, well, I could go on a walk around my subdivision without a phone, or I could go to a coffee shop and work for, you know, three hours, or I could like things that like I can do right now. I think that like, sometimes I just have to remind myself that those are still available to me, even if I'm in an absolute tornado shit storm. Oh my God. That is so real because it's like your brain blocks that your yes. brain, right. Blocks your access to that 
stuff. Like I just should speak for myself. Like, yeah, the worse I feel, the more helpless I feel. Yes. A hundred percent. And then you have less resources to even think about those things. And so one of the exercises she did, I'm basically taking everyone through my therapy session, but here we go. (laughs) Is like, she was like, let's discuss a time where you felt really, really spacious. And she's like, what would be like, what's the first thing that comes up for you? And I thought about that. And I was, I was like, well, there was this time where I was in Hawaii on, um, I basically took a sabbatical like eight years ago, six years ago. I don't know. It was a while ago. And I remember being in my car and I had nowhere to go. And I parked in this park where it was like kind of close to the ocean, but I just put my seat back and I put my windows down and I just like laid there and looked at the sky. And honestly, Karen, I don't know how many hours went by. I really don't like, maybe it was one, maybe it was four. I don't have any idea because I didn't have anywhere to go. And I was talking to her about that. And she was talking me through it. And she was like, okay, well, that is still in you like that, like beautiful, like feeling of spaciousness, that beautiful feeling of goodness and well-being is still in you. And you can go back to that. And it was like, that was real. Yeah. No, talk about a mic drop. Damn. I mean, I kind of feel like all of us have that though. If we really think about it, if you really think back to like, okay, when's the last time, or when is one time in your life? It could have been 35 years ago. It doesn't matter. Like that you felt good and like, just like calm and trying to call that back in. That's what's been helping me in the past six hours since I had that therapy session. Okay. We'll see how it goes in a week. I'll let you know. Exactly. We'll check back in. Put a pin yeah. in that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love that so much. I'm going to really, I'm going to try that. That is great. I feel like there's, that's a lot of, um, I feel like a lot of meditation is around that idea too, that like you can calm yourself down by, but basically meditation is trying to reach for that center of calm. Totally. Calling it back up is so good. Yeah. I'm going to try it. I I think one thing that's been helping me, um, and it's such an obvious thing, but every time somebody says it, it like makes my shoulders like go down again. Is like some version of this shoot this, (laughs) oh my God, I can't even say it. This too shall pass. Yeah, that this isn't going to last forever, that you are going to get to the other side of this, or this is really hard right now and it will be hard for a while, but it's not going to be the rest of your life hard. Yes. And I feel like it's so hard to lose sight of that, like when you're in it. And it's just like, I fucking live here now. I yes. live in the fucking flaming dumpster. Like, I just fucking live in here. A hundred percent. Being reminded, like, no, the dumpster is going to cool firefighters are going to come. Maybe some of them will be hot. That will be great. Right. And we're just going to get <laughs> bonus. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Yeah. I love that. Like the impermanence, like the temporary feelings. And it's like, it's so hard when the fire's really hot. Like <sighs> that's, that's the hardest for me is like when I'm like in a, you know, trigger storm in my brain, it's just like, oh my God, like, the, like you said, I live there. Like I feel the same way. And it's like, I just, sometimes I just want to walk away from the fire, but I don't, I I'm, I'm in the fire. So I can't walk away from it without bringing it with me. I don't know. I, I need to work on that. Oh yeah. No, totally. And I also like, I feel like I also right now am struggling with like the most acute horrible part, like not like feeling like I want help, but also not feeling like I want to 
I like not wanting to drag somebody into the dumpster with me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like self-soothing, also challenging feeling really alone and like, okay, how do I, how do I get help right now without feeling like, yeah, I'm just setting somebody else on fire. Wow. Uh, I'm struggling with that. That's so real. Oh my God. Thank you for sharing. I think that that's so real because it's like, yeah, I definitely, oof, God, I don't think I have an answer for that one. I mean, that is just a <laughs> mic drop right there. I will say though, that when I've felt like, usually what happens with me is that I'll be in the, like, you know, the blue flames, they're not even the red flames. It's like that they're even hotter than the red flames. You know, the ones that are like so close to the coal, like, just like, and you're just really on fire and then, and then it will cool. And then I'll tell somebody about it and I'll say like, Hey, I'm cool now. So I'd love to tell you about the time where I was like so fucking close to the fire that it wasn't even red. It was blue. And then if it's a really good friend, they'll usually turn to me and be like, I'm so sorry. And I wish you would have told me. And I think that that part, like, I seriously feel like I would get emotional now, but like, that's the hardest Karen, like to tell someone when you're in the middle of it. But like, I know that I've had moments where friends will have come to me and they will tell me when they're in the middle of it. And I do, I'm really happy that they tell me, you know what I mean? I mean, do you have that or? I absolutely do. Yeah. And I mean, and like the beauty of friendship and connection or family or whoever it is to like, I mean, I can't imagine anything more vulnerable than that. And like, also coming, being able to have somebody be with you in that and then have that person still in your life. I feel like the, the, the other thing we fear is like, I can't let somebody see me like this. Yes. Like, no, but you totally can. Yes. <laughs> like, you might not want to, it might not feel awesome, but we all have those moments and yeah, I'm going to work on it. That's really interesting. Like you don't want someone to see you like that. Cause that's definitely how I am for sure. Like I have a really close friend who she is the one I think I've talked to us about or like talked about her before on the pod where she will say like are you available for this like you know good things or bad things and there were I remember about a year and a half ago she sent me an audio message and she was like are you available for something really dark and she I was like yes I am and I'm here for you and she sent me the audio message and it was it was real dark and uh it was but honestly, Karen, like it made it so that like, she, I think what helped is that she wasn't asking me for my advice. She just wanted me to hold space. And I think that that's something that I could take when I'm in a really dark place is to just tell someone, I just want you to hold space. Like she told me her expectation of me at the onset. And sometimes I don't have that frame of mind where I'm like able to tell someone what I want from them. But I think that would help me because like, I think the hard part is that when I do come to someone and I'm in that dark, dark place and then they try to solve it, it actually makes it worse. And so like, I don't know, that's. Yeah. The holding space is huge. It really is. And like just being in it with somebody, like the companionship of just being in it with somebody. And like, I think the other thing I think about with the, I don't want somebody to see me like that is also this, like, the bomb of shame around feeling so bad. Yes. Like, I mean, that makes, which makes the shame even worse. And like how I'm taking this fire analogy really far now, but I'm just thinking about like, like how 
much worse it makes it when we keep things in the dark. Like how much worse, like you just let the dumpster fire just go and you have the lid down and you don't let anybody see it. Like yes. it's just worse than, I mean, oxygen feeds flames. This analogy is not perfect. I'm working on it, people, but you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it just, it's again, our brain's tricking us. Like, no, you have to stay alone in this. Like the loneliness or the like, whatever the isolation of it is what's making it so terrible. And <laughs> you just force yourself to keep doing it. Like, yes, it's self-perpetuating completely. Today's episode of Of Course I'm Not Okay, the podcast is brought to you by Global Warming. Global Warming, thank you so much for giving me a 70 degree day on December 1st. I do like it, but also I'm terrified by it. Uh, thank you for sponsoring this podcast, Global Warming. Like having darkness in the dark. Oh, yes. man. Oh my God. Exactly. That's so real. That's so real. And that is the default. I think for most yes. people, like, I think, you know, I only have a few people in my life that they do not, they like kind of need to externalize everything they do. And that is so rare. And I admire it because it's like, they don't keep it inside because when it's kept inside, it just rots. It's like, it's like hot garbage mixed with fire, mixed with mold, mixed with like just anything that's toxic. Boom. Like that shit is bad. And is super dangerous. Like actually very so dangerous. many chronic illnesses, so many like legit physical ailments and illnesses and chronic conditions are tied to us doing exactly that. Mm-hmm. Totally. I have a close friend who she, um, how do I say this without identifying her? She had a very toxic situation when she was a child and she, um, let herself go from that relationship that she had, that she was part of. And she had been plagued with migraines so bad that during the whole childhood situation that she was hospitalized regularly. And, um, once she let go of it and then told people about it, she hasn't had a migraine. I think it's like 25 years. Oh my God. And so it's like, that's just an example, but like, that is totally like the physical manifestations. Like, it's not even like, I mean, I know that psychosomatic is actually not a term that is used in medical literature anymore because that is extremely offensive. And like, I think that that's, it's just, it's just a fact that like, you know, what is in your brain is in your body because your brain is your body. It's the same thing. Exactly. And we are not socialized to believe that or to understand it. Totally. Totally. Yeah. It's really interesting. And it's like, I definitely have had moments where I have cried or released something or tell told something, someone about something. And I do feel physically better. Like I feel like a physical weight has been released. Absolutely. Or a headache goes away. Yes. Oh, totally. Yeah. Crazy. I know. It's like better than Tylenol. Yeah. Way better actually. It's like Tylenol for your soul. Yes. So much better. Oh, as cheesy as that sounds, but yes. <laughs> My God. So many product ideas right so here. You heard many. it here first. Folks. <laughs> <Yes>. Merch ideas. <laughs> Tylenol for the soul coming soon to a sweatshirt near you. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for people who are feeling like we're feeling where the universe is piling on, like 
I think the lessons from this conversation are just like, don't trap it in a dumpster. That's number <laughs> one, for sure. It will get worse if you do it, go alone, in my opinion. Absolutely. And that there are so many things that you can do in the moment. Like you said, I love how you said it. You, things you could do right now, this instant right now yes. to feel better. And you just have to give yourself permission to do them. Yes. Yes. And like when the shame comes up, which is inevitable for many of us, it's okay to just notice it. You know, like, I think that's something that keeps so many of us in that dark dumpster is like the shame of like, I shouldn't bother people or I shouldn't be feeling this way, or I shouldn't, 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 whatever the fuck your shouldn't is. It's like, no, like that feelings are feelings. Like there's nothing wrong with you. Like there's no shame in that. Oh my God. I, I sometimes, I, there are episodes of this podcast. Yes. I listen to my own podcast that I've listened to like multiple times. And I feel like I'm just going to have this one on repeat. Same. Same, Karen. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to need to revisit this a couple of times. I think <laughs> this, is really Me too. this one, the rage one, unwind one. There's a lot of them. Yeah. That, yes. Like I go back to, I'm like, Oh, we're so wise. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. It's like going back and reading something you've written and been like, wait, when did I know that? Oh, a hundred percent. Jeez. How did I get stupid after saying that? Like, like, not really. I don't think I'm stupid, but you get it. (laughs) Oh, totally. Like, wait, who was the, who were the Karen and Katie who knew that? Totally. Totally. I need to remind myself of that right now. Oh my God. Thank God for Apple and Spotify that we can just go back anytime we want. I'm pretty sure this is going to be live forever. I don't know until the end of the internet or maybe, I don't know. Yeah. We don't pay for hosting on podcasts. So please Apple and Spotify don't delete us ever. (laughs) Well, I mean, these will all be digitally remastered when we are um, super famous. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. So there's that too. That's true. They will be be sold in like retro cassettes. collector's items yes Yes, exactly 45 (laughs) oh my god it's so good to see you karen yay (sighs) i'm so glad we're back and i hope everyone has a great week and we will see you next week